we're just so grateful to be in your presence today. We enter your gates with joy and thanksgiving just to be near you, Lord. We come expectant for you to move here today.
praise you, Jesus. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Almighty God, you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Give me just a moment. As we prepare to celebrate the mystery of Christ's love, let us acknowledge our sins and ask the Lord for pardon and strength. Please kneel. Most merciful God, I confess that I have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what I have done and by what I have left undone. I have not loved you with my whole heart. I have not loved my neighbors as myself. I am truly sorry. Humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on me and forgive me, that I may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Strengthen all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit keep you in eternal life. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy.
in us true religion, nourish us with all goodness, and bring forth in us the fruit of good works. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.
Chapter 15, commencing at verse 15. O Lord, you know. Remember me and visit me and take vengeance for me on my persecutors. In your enduring patience, do not take me away. Know that for your sake I have suffered rebuke. Your words were found and I ate them. And your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. I did not sit in the assembly of the mockers. Nor did I rejoice. I sat alone because of your hand, for you have filled me with indignation. Why is my pain perpetual and my wound incurable, which refuses to be healed? Will you surely be to me like an unreliable stream, as waters that fail? Therefore, thus says the Lord, if you return, then I will bring you back. You shall stand before me. If you take out the precious from the vile, you shall be as my mouth. Let them return to you, but you must not return to them. And I will make you to this people a fortified bronze wall. And they will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you. For I am with you to save you and deliver you, says the Lord. I will deliver you from the hand of the wicked, and I will redeem you from the grip of the terrible. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This morning's psalm is Psalm 26. We'll read it responsively by the half verse. Psalm 26. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. I have also trusted in the Lord. I shall not slip. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my mind and my heart. For your loving kindness is before my eyes. And I have walked in your truth. I have not sat with idolatrous mortals, nor will I go in with hypocrites. I have hated the assembly of evildoers, and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash my hands in innocence, so I will go about your altar, O Lord, that I may proclaim with the voice of thanksgiving, and tell of all your wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of your house, and a place where your glory dwells. Do not gather my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men, in whose hands is a sinister scheme, and whose right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be merciful to me. My foot stands in an even place. In the congregations I will bless the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now, and will be this morning's New Testament reading comes from the book of Romans, chapter 12, beginning in verse 9. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. 
bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We are reading from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 16, beginning at verse 21. From that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things. From the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed and be raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. But Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise be to thee, Lord Christ. For you are... 
Lord, we are just standing here before you, a thankful people, Lord, that your love surrounds us. And Lord, every motivation you have, it seems every desire that comes from your heart, Lord, is to pour out blessings on your people. Sometimes perhaps we deserve it, but many and most we probably don't yet. That's your nature, loving and giving, forgiving, merciful, mighty and powerful, enriching, equipping God. Receive our prayer and our praise and our worship, Lord. Let it be a sweet fragrance before you. We got so little offer, but What an amazing place to stand in the presence of God with that assurance that His love and mercy and power is might is constantly surrounding us. He's always for us. Always has our backs. Whether we deserve it or whether we don't. Man, what a God we serve. A few weeks ago, we, uh, our Colette was, Oh God, who for our redemption gave your only begotten Son through the death of the cross and by his glorious resurrection delivered us from the power of our enemy. And then we ask him, grant us to die daily to sin, that we may evermore live with him in the joy of his resurrection. And I hope that, as I encourage you that week, and I'm going to continue to encourage you, as I encourage myself, that try and try and say that or something similar to that every day when you wake up. Get out of the way early so you don't forget to do it. Let's constantly go before the Lord in thanksgiving and thankfulness and ask him for the uh, bestow upon us the dedication to him that he deserves 
his motive is so interesting. He came, they decided, the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit in heaven, sent the Son, he came, and he took upon himself the sins of, of all of us, and he offered his own self-humiliation and a horrible death for, again, us. Motive, you. That you might be free of sin. Motive, you. That you might be happy. We're never happy when we're in a sinful environment even. People of God have a conscience. Our conscience is ever forbearing and trying to steer us away and steer us to the, to the Lord and to the things of the Lord. And of course, most important, I think, for us, and probably him, is our eternal life with God. He wishes that all men would be saved. I often, when I run across that phrase or that passage, I just wonder how badly it must bother the Lord who would pay this kind of a price to watch people who are just so stubborn and steadfast, self-willed that they won't bend their knee and allow him to guide their way into the eternal life with God. Sad. Peter, one of his great statements says he opened his mouth and said, in truth I perceive that God shows no partiality. And that's how we get in. That's how we get in. Because God loves us all. Some have done better than others, but he loves us all. He's the ultimate parent. Going the ultimate mile, willing to die any time for his children. And has, I'm sure, so many different ways. You know, Scripture says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and strength. And so we have spent several weeks as we reviewed that concept and tried to instill in ourselves a deeper, more respectful understanding to the Lord. And so it became the most powerful message in the whole world ever. Simply, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever should believe on him would not perish, but have eternal life. What a promise. 
knowing all about your free will to do what you want, to choose that you want to go. But we clearly know because he clearly stated what he wants. He wants you with him. He wants to be participating with you in building this marvelous life that we're trying to do right here. St. Michael's in our little local church with our church family. Now, I was looking around today, and I realized how blessed I am and how different our spiritual journey is than so many people I know around the world. Because uh, we're family. Essentially, you can say there's like two or three real secular families here that make up St. Michael's. Karen and I are about the only two outsiders. We journeyed from afar and came here and grew up and became adopted into this amazing and wonderful family on this journey that God's put us. But, uh, you know, I looked at uh, Father Eddie's wonderful family. God bless you for being here and worshiping with us. And uh, I just, it just amazes me. It's just a wonderment how God does that. And we're little cells all over. One people. One people. All hidden, nurtured, and growing in Christ Jesus. You know, I always said the bottom line was First <clears throat> John 5, 12. Whoever has the Son has life, and whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. We thank God so much that we do. He's come into our life and blessed us and called us and put us with the people. That we can watch after each other, build each other up, encourage each other. It's a wonderful, wonderful <coughs> life that we have here in Christ. In Matthew's Gospel, we were told that God's salvation plan is unlimited. We talked about I think last week or the week before that that what what that means, what Matthew was trying to say was that of course this message was primarily for the Jews, he thought. But we quickly realized that it was also for the Gentiles. It was for us, because God was no respecter of men and it was written for all men. And if we truly believe in our heart and confess with our lips that Jesus is Lord and Savior, we will be accepted by God as his children and rescued from our sins. Jesus 
so vehement about this, referred to himself as the first of many brethren. And he's wanting us to come up and apprehend our place in the heavenlies and our spirituality and become mighty men and women of God. He knows we can do it. And so we'll begin by being encouraged to be reconciled to God. And I want you to think about that today. Here at St. Michael's, most of you know, some of I don't know. But one of the processes that I try and go through continually is to be reconciled to God. He not only wants you to get a right relationship, but he wants you to stay in that relationship. God was in Christ Jesus reconciling man to himself and not counting man's sins against him. That's not what it's about. That's never what it's been about. And it was through this confession of sins and belief and the saving work of God's Son, Jesus Christ, that both the Jews and the Gentiles received his gift, his free gift of salvation. But all too often, our attitude, because we were born from descendants of the garden, is we are skeptical doubting, often heartless. After Jesus had manifested his divinity by walking on the water in the Sea of Galilee, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, who in many times represent who we are, inquire as to why our Lord's disciples aren't washing their hands before they eat. Really? Our love of the Lord must be genuine and not anything less than that. And so Jesus responded fairly harshly to that whole episode. He addressed their hypocrisy and the blindness, the lukewarm hearts in their vain attempt to adhere to the law, none of which what his world was all about. It's all about relationship. And that's why these are amazing services when we have these baptismal services. They're all about relationship. We have the special people with the special babies. But then I turn and I ask you, as an officer in God's court, pastor, how about you? Will you do all in your power to see that the child is raised in the ways of God? And together... With an affirmative amen, we affirm that we will 
as a community. Take care of each other. The youngest is the oldest. You know, I got up this morning and I started working my message. The Lord said, I want you to go back a couple of weeks and just review that. And I ended up with 16 pages. So we ought to get out of here by about three. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. We're already on page eight. See how fast this is going? Proper 16, Colette. Grant, O merciful God, that your church being gathered together in unity. And we fought unity, force. United we stand. Divided we fall. He started right in the garden to divide them. And that's been his whole plan. And the Lord's is so simple. No greater love hath any man than he laid down his life for his brother. And as we do that, we create this synergy within the unity we possess that is impregnable. He can't touch us. He can't get in. He can't even scratch the surface of the defense that God's created for his church and his people. And in that we glory. Grant, O merciful God, that your church being gathered together in unity. And we have this perfect example in the Trinity. One God. Three persons. So don't tell me we can't do it. Trouble is, we're human. And that adds to the difficulty. See, Jesus, he only did what his father told him to do. And the father is minute that Jesus rose from the water. Sent the Holy Spirit to be with them and watching, guiding, leading, empowering. They work together in unity. And of course, they changed the whole world. But can you imagine the privilege that we have? If Jesus went to be with the Father in heaven, he said, well, wait, 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 wait. I'm not going to leave you just here scrambling around. But my Father's going to send the Holy Spirit. And you'll be able to do all things. I can't tell you the number of times I've stood and I said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
Greater is he that's within me than he that's within the world. So the struggle has always been for the uh, for God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The struggle has always been a few good men and women. Got the program. He just can't get anybody. It seems at times to work it, but I guarantee you, once we lay down our agenda and pick up his and decide to do it. What an amazing, powerful Christian person you become. Rising from the water at his baptism, he's immediately tested, immediately tested by Satan. He shirked no responsibility. One of the reasons he did it was to demonstrate that we can do the same thing rising from our water of baptism. We can assume our place, whether it's the small child, who we create an environment where we together will raise them as a community into a strong and mighty man or woman of God, or an adult who doesn't look back, but has died to the old man and rises to new life. Christ Jesus. So the key was simple. Oh, yeah, Jesus, he was God. No, he wasn't just God. What made Jesus successful, he's a cooperator. He was a team player. Although he could have easily been a lone ranger, he wouldn't. Because that's never the plan. There's never the plan for them, and it'll never be the plan for you. Or me. But who are we listening to? You know, you make literally dozens of decisions, at least every day. And I asked a couple weeks ago, wouldn't it be prudent to just ask Father, what would you have me do? And I quote the Lord. At least sometimes. So we pray, grant, O merciful God, that your church being gathered together in unity by the Holy Spirit... And now remembering the promises we receive by following this path and ways, may show forth your power among all people. See, when we follow this path and we utilize his ways, we truly enter into his work and the building of his kingdom. And 
remembering that God wishes all men would be saved. He's looking and looking for willing workers. And he gladly makes us able. He promises to. Remember he sent his disciples out and he said, Oh, by the way, don't take a thing. You won't need it. I'll supply everything you need. That's the same today as it was that day. He'll make you able. Have you ever thought about or wanted to be powerful in the Lord? Powerfully used by the Lord? And now I'm sitting here telling you that's always been his plan. (laughs) He'll make you able. What he lacks is people who are willing. People who pick up their cross and follow him. Immediately remember the rich young ruler. Jesus only has our best in mind. And if anyone is for us, it's him. He made us, he knew us, in our mother's womb. Planned and designed us for his purposes. See, either we're too selfish and we want to do our purposes, or we're too guilt-ridden and we just can't believe he'd want to use us. And yet time after time, we hear the stories and the testimonies. Many of us have an opportunity to live some of them. As he the strange and mighty things right in our midst through our hands that you're just blown away. And one of the reasons we preach the word is to continually encourage us. This is his <laughs> There's nothing strange about it. All I'm quoting Scripture or testimonies of the mighty works and acts of God I've seen and you've seen through ourselves and other people. So God's on the move. He didn't stop. He didn't take a vacation. He's constantly and always on the move. All we need to do is acknowledge our power rests in the name and the person of Jesus Christ. Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit forever and ever. 
and he declares amen, that's fact. That brought us to today, today's call it, Lord of all power and might, the author and giver of all good things. And then we ask five things. Graft in our hearts the love of your name. Increase in us true religion, nourish us in all goodness, and bring forth the fruit of good works. I'm sorry, four things. And we ask through Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever, because it's in Christ that our power exists. That name. Perhaps the most powerful name or even word in the entire world. Jesus. Scripture teaches us that demons flee. Now what we need to do is study and incorporate true religion in our worship and into our daily lives. That's why we come here. That's why we come together. We encourage each other to read and teach. We might grow stronger and more mighty as co-workers. We might assist him in his service of drawing all men to him to build up this powerful kingdom that he's creating. We cry, cause us to acquire and consume those things that build us up and make us more like you. It's so ironic that the better life seems to get, the more we are distracted and lured away from the things of God. It's no wonder that people continually testify that one of the most powerful times in their lives were our times of silent fasting personal retreats where we go away and isolate ourselves from the activities and the things of this world and we fast and we pray. I just spoke to one of my co-workers who did just that, went to another state and was involved in a retreat with another group of people and uh, had just a powerful time as they went through that process. And uh, he's now lobbying me heavily to uh, plan a clergy retreat where we're going to do just that. We have this next upcoming one uh, pretty well scheduled and planned, but the next one after that, that's exactly what we're going to do. And hopefully we'll be able to incorporate more time for just prayer and silent meditation this time. I sure hope so. How many of us even allow just a few minutes during our day set aside and dedicated to the Lord. I want to encourage you once again today, 
a few minutes. Just start with a few minutes. All kinds of good things can happen. I've worked up to, well, Karen came out the other day. I must have been out in that office an hour and a half. Of course, she found me sleeping. <laughs> I fell asleep. But I know I had a good long time with the Lord. And I, he just put me in that peaceful place and allowed me a nap. But No, it's simple. Because he said, ask and you shall receive. He promises. So what's up? What's the problem? It's simple. We don't ask. When he challenges us to pick up the cross and follow him, promises us his way is easy and his burden is light. That's what we do, but give it our best. You know, the the 16th chapter of the Gospel and the account of Peter's blow it with his final exam with the Lord. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord. This shall not happen to you. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine what Jesus, he, he, like, he, 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 I'm sure if there's a wall, he would have gone over and started beating his head against it. What have I been doing for three years? What, what did these people think I've taught them? He's wondering, was it all for naught? Then he says to the disciples, in the perfect patient person, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? And then down in verse 27, it says, For the Son of Man will come in glory of his Father with his angels, and then he'll reward each according to their works. You ever notice when we listen to him and we follow him, it goes so well. And when we stray away, we go our own way, I do so often, and I usually have problems, 
and I'm often delayed by problems and difficulties blocking my way. And so I've learned that much. The smart and diligent kingdom builder realizes they freely received the pearl of great price. And while there's no more valuable prize ever possible to acquire, we're given it as a free gift. Because Jesus pays for everyone who desires it. It's on him. Amen. Well, let's uh, prepare for our baptism. Members, candidate baptism, please come forward. What an ironic coincidence. I know all you people. <laughs> wow. Praise be to God. Thank you, Lord. Who's taking the pictures? Uh, I better not be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we get a, another volunteer to take pictures? Thomas? Hand them enough pictures. Come on, James. Trust me. <laughs> oh, boy. We were fooling around with this one in the back. The candidate for holy baptism will now be presented. Will you be responsible for seeing the child you present as brought up in the Christian faith and life? Do you renounce Satan and all the spiritual? Will you pay your prayers and witness? Help this child grow into the full stature of Christ. Okay, now. Do you renounce Satan and all the spiritual forces of wickedness that rebel against God? Do you renounce the evil powers of this world which corrupt and destroy the creatures of God? Do you renounce all sinful desires that draw you from the love of God? Do you turn to Jesus Christ and accept Him as your Savior? Put your whole trust in his grace and love. Do you promise to follow and obey him as your Lord? To the congregation, will you who witness these vows do all in your power to support Jameson 
in his life in Christ? We will. We stand. Let us join with those who are committing themselves to Christ and renew our own baptismal vows. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. You will come again to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and a life everlasting. Will you continue in the apostles' teaching and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers? I will with God's help. Will you persevere in resisting evil and whatever you fall in the sin, repent and return to the Lord? I will with God's help. Will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ? I will with God's help. Will you seek and serve Christ and all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? I will, with God's help. Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? I will, with God's help. Let us now pray for this person. (laughs) Let us now pray for Jameson, who will receive the sacrament of new birth. Deliver him, O Lord, from the way of sin and death. Lord, hear our prayer. Open his heart to your grace and truth. Lord, hear our prayer. Fill him with your holy and life-giving spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Keep him in the faith and communion of your holy church. Lord, hear our prayer. Teach him to love others in the power of the spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Send him into the world in witness of your love. Lord, hear our prayer. Bring him to the fullness of your peace and glory. Lord, hear our prayer. Grant, O Lord, that all who are baptized in the death of Jesus Christ, your Son, may live in the power of his resurrection and look for him to come again in glory, who lives and reigns now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give you thanks and praise. We thank you, Almighty God, for the gift of water. Over it, the Holy Spirit moved in the beginning of creation. Through it, you led the children of Israel out of their bondage in Egypt into the land of promise. (coughs) In it, your son Jesus received the baptism of John and was anointed by the Holy Spirit as the Messiah, the Christ, to lead us through his death and resurrection from the bondage of sin into everlasting life. We thank you, Father, for the water of baptism. In it, we're buried with Christ in his death, By it we share in his resurrection, and through it we're reborn by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, in joyful obedience to your Son, we bring into the fellowship those who come to him in faith, baptize him in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now sanctify this water, we pray, by the power of your Holy Spirit, that those who were cleansed from sin and born again may continue forever 
in the risen life of Jesus Christ, our Savior. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit be all honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> all right, this guy's got no idea. <coughs> no more sooner. <laughs> Jameson, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's here, brother. Right. Oil, oil. Boy, you're a good you boy. Where am I standing? You're sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever, Jesus. <laughs> oh, you didn't like that as much, huh? <laughs> Here, take that. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you by the water and the Holy Spirit you bestowed upon this your servant the forgiveness of sin and Amen. raised him to a new... That's better. <laughs> He's alive. And bestowed upon this your servant the forgiveness of sin, raised him to new life and grace. Sustain him, O Lord, near your Holy Spirit. Give him an inquiring, discerning heart, the courage to will and persevere, a spirit to know and love you, and the gift of joy and wonder in all your works. Let's welcome the newly baptized. We receive you into the household of God. Confess the face of Christ crucified, proclaim his resurrection, and share with us in his eternal priesthood. How wonderful. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And with your spirit. Let us offer one another the peace of God. Peace. 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 First of all, I'd like to thank everybody that helped get us ready for school this year. Uh, we started, we were doing really well, and I've got to <coughs> tell you, it looks beautiful in there. It's so much better. Thank you for your help, and uh, we're looking forward to an exceptional year. Excellent. Amen. Praise yes. God. Secondly, if you uh, would like to come out and help with the food ministry tomorrow, we'd really love to have you there. It's, uh, we are doing it on Labor Day because, well, people need to eat, so we will be here <laughs> on Labor Day. Please come out if you can. Amen. Amen. Uh, September is busy. It's a busy month. <laughs> 
But I want to call out especially, this is like the centerpiece. It's our our St. Michael's Feast on the 24th is 50 years of of this church, this fellowship. So we want everybody to be there and celebrate. All the details are there. But that's not the only thing. It's like the centerpiece of a very busy month. And there are um, dance, praise dance is starting next Sunday. So... If you're if you're a candidate for that, be here. Great for that. There is a movie night right after, which is the uh, the Friday after that on St. Michael's Day. So uh, be there for that. Men, the day before the feast, we're gonna set up tables. <laughs> so be here to help me. Uh, and uh, keep my back in shape. So that's it. It's a busy month, and I want everybody to know what's happening, what's happening, what's happening now, and should I mention fire night? <laughs> I, always, I always should. This Wednesday, fire night. If you haven't been, you need to come. It's a great night. If you have been, you know why, and you'll want to be here Wednesday. So amen. Busy September, great September. That's all I know. Let's continue with our offertory. <laughs> Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and make good your vows to the Most High. Let us with gladness present the offerings and oblations of our life and labor to the Lord. Yeah. 
Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Father, all-powerful, ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through his cross and resurrection, he freed us from sin and death and called us to the glory that's made us a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people set apart. Everywhere we proclaim your mighty works, for you call us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with all the choir of angels in heaven, we proclaim your glory, and we join in their unending hymn of praise. your holy indeed the fountain of all holiness make holy therefore these gifts we pray by sending down your spirit upon them so that they may become for us the body and blood of our lord jesus christ before he's given up to death the death he freely accepted he took bread and gave it to his disciples he broke the bread and he said take eat this is my body which is given for you do this in remembrance of me When supper was ended, he took the cup, and again he gave thanks and praise. He gave the cup to his disciples, and he said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of a new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. Let us proclaim this mystery of faith. Christ, Christ is God. Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread, this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and to serve you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world. Make us grow in love together with our patriarch, Craig and all of our clergy. Remember those for whom we now pray, those 
Susan and Naomi and Sonia and Sandra and Karen and Tammy, Soledad, Sherry, Patrick, Richie, the Marines and Sailors at Camp Pendleton, all those serving in our armed forces. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and the broken as we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ to the world. Lord, have mercy on us all. Lord, you made us worthy to share eternal life with Blessed Virgin Mary, the mother of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Joseph, her husband, and with the apostles, martyrs, and all the saints. May we praise you in unison with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him and with him and in him in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God and Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And now as our Savior taught us, we are bold to pray. Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to his supper. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. The gifts of God the people of God.
God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Say, Michael, the archangel, defend us in the battle and be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. God, rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander through the world seeking ruin of our souls. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Our help is in the name of the Lord. The maker of heaven and earth. Remember the gospel, God was in Christ Jesus, reconciling the world to himself, not counting men's sins against them. He loves us. He's forgiven us. Not mad at us. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. And the blessings of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen.
Let us go into the world rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want me to give it to them?